Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. No one else keeps us in this seat. Join 99.7 FM Ultimate Health with me, Naughty by Nature. I hate to break into this one, but you know we've got work to do. Welcome aboard and many thanks for tuning in. Some call it a dial. Some call it a program. Some call it a frequency, I call it a family and a promise. Welcome to Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7 FM. Listen every Sunday, 205, we are live. And we say if it impacts on your health and your well-being, we'll most definitely bring in the top-notch practitioners and professionals to talk about it. Today, we take a look at the prevention and management and control of rabies. Yes, rabies. I'm sure you have a you know faint idea what it is, but we'll go into the details. With me in the studio, I have Dr. Emmanuel Peku of the Veterinary Services Directorate. I think he's the uh, veterinary officer for the Tema District. Huh? And next to him, Dr. Anita Ago Asari is a physician with the Kolibu Teaching Hospital. We'll be looking at the public health significance of rabies, get an understanding of what it is, how it's transmitted, how we prevent and manage this. Stick and stay with us. Uh, you can send your WhatsApp uh, questions on 0. Uh, 5511-11997. We're live on Facebook and YouTube. Docs, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Uh, you look, you look, you know, lovely. Huh? <laughs> are you Sorry. are you related in any way to Kobna uh, Peku, who used to be with us on Joy years ago? Yeah. You are? How? 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 So, um, I think we are cousins. You are cousins. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He used to do drive time and stuff. Uh, yeah. Years, years back. I think 2002, 2003, thereabouts. Yeah. Okay. Right, you're welcome. Uh, rabies, uh, we, we hear of it, not enough. Yeah. Sure. Yeah? It looks like uh, we're not worried about it. We don't talk about it. And uh, I know there's an ongoing campaign yeah. with some, uh, should I say, donor or uh, should i say uh yeah donor support right so let's let's get into the business uh, and start with the two of you uh to educate my listeners rabies most people related to dogs but let's get specific what is rabies first and foremost thank you so much for this great opportunity it's been wonderful um coming here and want to also see a very um want to also greet all your listeners right. and we thank them for this opportunity too. So rabies is um, a viral infection. If I say a virus infection, um, these are pathogens that you cannot even see with your eyes. Okay. And it's zoonotic. That means that it, it's, it's, it moves from animals to humans. Zoonotic, right. And one key thing about rabies is that this, um, this virus once it comes to an animal or a human being, it's targeting the nervous tissues, just the brain Joy. and the spinal cord. And once it does that, one key thing is that it's, it progresses. Right. It starts and doesn't go back. And one, one fearful thing about rabies is that once clinical science starts, there is no point of return. It's 100% fatal. Once you are infected, yeah. And the clinical signs and symptoms manifest. Yeah. 
right? Uh, there's no remission. No, the person dies. The person will ultimately die. Yeah. From rabies. Yes. Okay. Having said that, uh, let me just come to you, Anita, Dr. Aguasari. I mean, I'll come back to um, Emmanuel in a sec. But if it is that fatal, mm-hmm. right, why are we not hearing enough or a lot about it? And uh, what is the public health burden of rabies? We know you have lots of things to worry about when it comes to public health. Mm. But this sounds serious. Okay, thank you very much once again for inviting us to do this. It's quite important because, as he said, once a person gets it, mm-hmm. you know there are so many conditions. You can get a flu and recover. Okay. The risk of dying from a flu or even from COVID, probably not so much. Mm. But when you get rabies, it's like a point of no return. That's right. why it's very important. Exactly. So even though you do not have huge numbers mm. of people getting rabies and dying it's still very important because as an individual for example if my daughter gets rabies and mm-hmm. dies from it that's like 100 percent loss for me right even though you think that oh it's not so relevant not too many cases are being recorded so mm-hmm. i think the the fearful and the public health relevance it's it lies with the case fatality rate, which is right. almost hundred percent. Okay. Yes. Why we are not hearing so much about it, I think probably is because the numbers are not overwhelming. Okay. So you probably wouldn't um, record so many cases as compared to your malaria or your hypertension, etc. Mm-hmm. So probably that's why we don't hear so much about it. Okay. All right, folks, we're hearing about it now on Joy ninety nine point seven FM. We're talking about rabies prevention. It can be prevented and the management and control of rabies. If you have any questions, concerns, WhatsApp is 55 We're live on Facebook and YouTube. Now, I'm pulling up a screen uh, shot of global prevalence or global burden. And when I look, Ghana is in, well, it says an estimated 60,000 people die of rabies, one of the oldest and most terrifying diseases known to man. And uh, a color-coded uh world map shows that well firstly rabies is endemic in ghana right uh dr pick will speak to that in a second and then i think we are in the region of uh about 90 to 400 deaths right uh either that or the 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 20 to 90 uh range but let's explain to my listeners when i say rabies is endemic what does it mean so if we say rabies is endemic, um, it means that the disease is, is present with, with us and has stayed with, with us for all these years. Okay. And Just like we can say malaria. Exactly. Right. One key thing about rabies is that it's one of the really the underreported tropical diseases that you can, you can talk about. Okay. And because it's underreported and like Doc said, it it's actually happens in very uh, marginalized communities where people cannot even afford those are the people that mostly die okay because they cannot afford the post-exposure prophylaxis and all Mm -hmm. that so most of the time it happens so in the lay language we say that it's a poor man's disease okay and it's one of the key things why we are not even talking about it Mm -hmm. and and all that so in our part of the world even the rich or the not so poor are not so well educated Sadly. Right, so it may not even <laughs> uh, uh, be restricted to poor people. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. One thing is that so most of the cases, like we said, is is mostly dog mediated because dogs are uh, mostly uh, very close companions who normally uh, carry the virus because they have they are the res- res- reservoirs and not 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 that. So mm-hmm. um, because one. Um, if you look at our part of the world, the attention that we, we, we put in place to take care of our dogs and other pets is right. very, very low. Okay. So in so doing, you have a lot of these cases happening in our com- com- communities. Right. If you come to my community, my, my metropolis, for example, Tenna. just within this year, we've had more than five confirmed cases in dogs. Right. And... What you have a case that uh, one dog probably may actually be expo- actually bites more than our five people. 
Okay. So in such cases, if these people are not able to afford this post-exposure post prophylaxis mm -hmm. and clinical science starts, mm -hmm. these people are actually going to die in a way. So okay. it, it, it makes it very, very scary mm -hmm. because we are living with these animals within our community. Right. But little attention is known, like you're saying, public education. People don't know um, 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 what disease, disease can cause. Right. And people, we are also not paying close attention to these things. The public education is very, very low. Okay. And because of that, we actually handle them in, in anyhow, and it causes a whole lot of problems. Okay. Yeah. I'm aware there's an ongoing campaign. We'll, we'll emphasize on that, but let's get the basics. Yeah. Okay. We've said rabies is viral, it's zoonotic, it can move from animals to human beings, right? And the case fatality is 100%. If you get it and nothing is done, yeah. you will die. Yeah. All right. But let's come to brass tacks, basics. So what is it? Where does it come from? Uh, with COVID, we know uh, we got an understanding after some time. It should have or it's said to have come from here. Where does rabies come from? Okay. Dr. Aguasari. Okay. Thank you. So rabies mm -hmm. um, is endemic, like he said. Yeah. And it, the endemicity is maintained within the dog population okay both the wild and then the domestic so you find okay. that it's being transmitted from dog to dog that's okay. what uh -huh. so when a human being um comes into contact with the saliva mm -hmm. of the rabbit dog so in in saying that that means that if you are bitten by a dog mm -hmm. who doesn't have rabies you don't get it okay uh -huh. but if the dog does have rabies mm -hmm. and then it bites you right. or scratches you okay or maybe even just licks part of your skin that is broken, broken skin, uh -huh. yeah. so anytime there's a breach in either your mucous membrane like around your eyes mm -hmm. inside your lips mm -hmm you know all this place inside the nose and all that okay. or just the skin broken from maybe you just went to the kitchen you got a cut and then your rabbit dog bites you or licks the place right. then means there's a breach in the skin and then the virus can enter into the body okay so initially it would go into your muscles i won't go too deep but then it starts to it doesn't multiply much over there locally right but then it's ascends to to the central nervous system right. and then once it hits the central nervous system That's then your brain yes yeah. the spinal cord spinal to the brain then brain. there's there's no return so where it comes from is basically from mainly the dog population accounting for about 90 to 99 percent of all rabies cases right but then we have other animals as well like mm -hmm. other mammals that also carry rabies Cats, cows, so even bats. exactly Exactly, right. bats and all that. So okay. even in our, you know, in Accra here, we have bats around. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so mm -hmm. I, I think maybe because the, the canine rabies is and what we hear more. For some. Yes, 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 mm. yes. So maybe it's even a source of transmission. Because right. some of the cases that we get, you usually don't hear of the dog history, right. dog okay. bite history. Uh -huh. okay. So mainly from the dogs, but then also from other mammals as okay. well. Great. If you just joined us, it's 22 minutes past the hour of two. I'm taking a bite into rabies, so to speak, uh, literally. Right. We want to understand it, uh, its its cause, its signs and symptoms, and then we understand uh, its transmission. We are hearing that it is of serious public health significance even though comparatively when we look at other conditions maybe uh, it may be somewhat eclipsed there's a program ongoing there's a program uh, i think which is uh, an integral part of the health service and the veterinary services right so it's not just that they've just started a program there's a program uh, for this already we're talking about it with my guest in the studio dr emmanuel peku metropolitan veterinary officer for tema and Dr. Anita Aguasari is a physician uh, in uh, Kolibu Teaching Hospital. We're looking at these things. Any questions, concerns are welcome on WhatsApp 055 1111 And we're live on Facebook and YouTube. I see Dede in Maryland asking about a vaccine. Oye uh, Nafienya, you're welcoming me to your home. And uh, there's uh, another one let me just click on it i just wanted to do the headlines okay i get that good morning please i've been listening to your program every sunday dog bites is too rampant in the volta region yet the education is low uh, in my region this is abochi philip from keta all right so we'll talk about you know uh the the the, the impact of the programs and the education and the awareness many mm -hmm. thanks for sharing with us did they read yours in a second so coming back doc 
dog mediated when we talk of some of these things then we need a vector yeah. right a medium for the transmission yeah. so we're saying or dr aguasari is saying 90 percent of the cases we see are dog mediated or through dogs yeah. or dog bites and dog saliva scratches and so on and so forth so does that mean that we can neglect or ignore other vectors other carriers okay thank you so much so um so over the years like we said rabies every mammal is susceptible to rabies okay it can be a goat in my dictionary for example i've recorded a, a, a case of rabies in a goat in a goat yes right. because these goats were bitten by, yes mm. so these goats was bitten by a, a free roaming dog okay and after some few weeks the ghost started mm. so we are saying that these mammals are what we termed as the end host. Mm -hmm. They go, they don't go actively biting okay. people and all that. Right. So most of the time, when these mammals get it, the people within the immediate vicinity are the people that they normally okay. give the virus to if they are exposed in one one way or the other. Okay. So hardly will you see say a cattle moving in the streets from house to house, mm -hmm. going to bite people. Okay. But Let's also not forget that there are two forms of the disease. We can have the very aggressive form mm -hmm. and the very dumb form. Right. Most of the cases, these mammals have the paralytic form right. and they don't go actively biting, but they okay. die um, quietly. So, so the, yeah. the host or the carrier will die. Yeah. We may or may not identify that they died of rabies exactly. if the systems are not in place. Exactly. Okay. So let me come very quickly to surveillance and then we'll move to signs and symptoms. Exactly. How are we monitoring this? Because if it's there, if it's we're in an endemic country, an endemic yeah. region, right? Uh, how do we keep surveillance on rabies before we even get very quickly to signs and symptoms? What's okay. the program like? Yeah. So um, if you look at our structure, mm -hmm. um, that is why we are talking about the One Health approach okay. to, to be able to control rabies. So if you look at the surveillance system, it doesn't re rely on only the, 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 the veterinary units, but it's, it's all encompassing with the One Health partners. Okay. So assuming somebody comes to a health facility and mm -hmm. tells you that there, there's a dog bite yeah. and there's an information coming to us, the vet follows up and, yeah. and, and, and do an assessment of the, of the dog. We Almost akin to contact tracing. Exactly. You must follow up Yes. a report. And, and but a report. a report must be made. Yes. And you've emphasized this is under or the most underreported. Exactly. Right. It's underreported mm. one because um, most of the other time after... Um, having probably assessed and if the dog probably is showing signs you mm -hmm. have to probably euthanize the dog or kill the dog and, and confirm. Mm. It's underreported because one, sometimes you are not getting the needed resources Yo, to move these samples the to the lab. And two, we have a lot of people that will kill these dogs mm -hmm. and then they will not even report to the appropriate authorities. Okay. So you have most of these cases happening in our communities whereby we are, we are not able to trace to actually confirm the cases. Okay. Most of the time, these, the cases that come are people that probably within, pe people that one probably have a care for their an animals mm -hmm. or people that probably are betting in one, one way or the other. Okay. Those are the people. And you, you have a handful of them coming to the veterinary clinics or the veterinary centers to right. be able to, to report these cases. Okay, 27 minutes past year of 2 on Joy 99.7 FM. If you just come aboard, uh, this is Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7 FM with me, Norte by Nature. I'm discussing the prevention, management and control of rabies uh, viral uh, infection with Dr. Emmanuel Peku. Uh, he's from the veterinary di directorate and he's the metropolitan veterinary officer for Tema. Next to him is Dr. Anita Ago Asari. She's a physician uh, with the Kolibu Teaching Hospital. Any questions, concerns, experiences are welcome on WhatsApp 055 and we're live on Facebook and shortly I will activate the phone line so you can bite them directly. Right. So coming back into the studio. So um, this is the surveillance framework, right? There must be a report yeah. and there must be a follow-up follow -up. 
by the veterinary service or yeah. by the health service? By how, the veterinary service. So this report must be made to the veterinary service? Exactly. Not to a hospital, not to Kolebu, not so to... So if a report goes to the hospital, yeah. it has to be referred to the vet where the vet will follow up. Okay. Because we know the signs and then we can be right. able to identify Understood. the dog is rabid So since that. I have a physician yeah. and a veterinary officer... Uh, uh, both of you are doctors. What's the relationship like, though you look like your friends? <laughs> I mean, system-wise, I'm very serious. System-wise and surveillance-wise, how does it work? Are you going to struggle to get the, let's say, Accra Metropolitan Veterinary Officer to report a case and get the follow-up? How does it go, Dr. Abu? It, it's, it's not a struggle at all. So the physician who Talk sees... <laughs> Talk through. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the physician who sees or any clinician who sees all right. is supposed to um, alert the, the patient okay. to ensure that they do report to the veterinary and also you can i mean within the municipality or right. district you can also give a call to the veterinary officer okay. to come over to help mm. um yes assess the situation okay and so, the response is prompt um, they're not going to tell you that they need transport they do, because even police sometimes eh, have challenges <laughs> let's let, let's look at it in yeah. reality okay yeah. Yeah. not what should be but what is would they come immediately do you let this patient this, the patient this index case do you let them go and hope and pray that they will go to the veterinary services what happens well you try to do both actually mm. so the the patient has to make a report as the veterinary um, service so usually what okay. happens is that they would have really washed their wounds and mm. then gone to report okay. the case to the veterinary whilst they are also coming it's like it happens simultaneously okay. usually okay. because you have the community members who know that oh, a dog has bitten mm. and this person or that so whilst the family is taking them to the hospital you have a follow-up of the community members to the vet so right. that's what usually happens so it goes hand in hand okay. but then um, if the patient hasn't reported already, then you have to alert them to do so. Okay. But then you can also call the veterinary and try to link the patient right. and the vet. Okay. I know for programs that have, uh, you know, this stringent surveillance model, yeah. is, there, is, is, there, is there a central database or something that can map you and say, well, Ridge Hospital reported this number of rabies cases and uh, Tema General and so on and so forth. It, is, is there a central uh, surveillance focus for the information and these referrals and the, the surveillance program? Yeah, thank you so much. So that is what um, the One Health concept is trying to, to drive at. Mm. So the ultimate goal is that um, we are working towards um, working together because mm. if you see the One Health approach, it, it's a multi-sectorial approach. Yeah. The health of our environment, exactly. the health of our animals, the health exactly. of human beings is exactly. all related. Exactly. Right. So we are still in the process of looking at how best we can probably um, link up uh, these data and all that. In fact, if, if you look at the One Health approach, if you go to the n- national level, it works very well where vet- veterinary shares or the animal health sector shares information with, uh, with the human health and all that. But I love it when you talk like this. Look, mm-hmm. even with national ID yeah. card, yeah. banks will tell you they are still photocopying the same thing yeah. they say they have access to and so on. You're telling me that there's this seamless integration yeah. within the health sector when it comes to this? The national level. But when you come to the district level where the, the whole show happens, oh, you are. Mm. It, it, it doesn't click very well. Right, okay. Information sharing sometimes is difficult. Difficult in the sense that um, you may have a physician probably not even referring cases to, to to the vet to for okay. the vet to follow up and all, right. and all that. Okay. So it's it's still something that we need to work okay. at. Yeah. Folks, if you just joined us 32 minutes past year or two on Joy 99.7 FM, I'm being very uh, pernickety and fussy about the details because if we are talking about prevention, surveillance is key. Yeah. We must know what is happening, uh, the magnitude of what is happening, the spread. Uh? Somebody just called or uh, sent a message that in Volta region, Charlie Dog by Don't Joke is happening live. Yeah. Right, uh, I saw some data which suggested Ashanti is quite high and a few other things. I'm, I'm yeah. reluctant or reticent to use them because uh, I haven't fully read the, the reports. Okay, but so uh, in terms of Ghana, very quickly, Dr. Peku, um, what's the spread looking like? 
do we have any nodal or focal or hot points when it comes to rabies that we should be focusing campaigns and interventions on? Thank you so much. So, mm. rabies in Ghana is everywhere. True. In fact, I can't single any um, community in right. Ghana that doesn't have rabies. Okay. And I just want everyone to know, know general that awareness. Rabies is so close to any person. Right. Because in our communities, there are dogs, there are all these hosts. You, you never know where a dog will come close to your child right. or somebody to buy the person. Mm. And the, the key thing that we are saying is that we need to do extra more to vaccinate our, our dogs. Okay, great. If you just joined us, we're talking about rabies on Ultimate Health Joy 99.7 FM. They has been typing in Maryland. Dede, welcome. Uh, is there a vaccine for rabies? If vaccinated, is it for life or does one need to get uh, additional booster shots? And after how many months or years? So what's the routine for vaccination? Uh, can one get rabies from consuming a rabid animal? Or the heat, depending on its intensity from cooking, destroys, kills the virus. Dede wants to know. I don't think she's planning to eat a dog. <laughs> but uh, very relevant questions. Let me just see if I have a couple more. Uh, WhatsApp is 055-11-11-997. Uh, this one says, uh, also from the US, I want to ask, is the treatment of rabies free? And how is the government tackling the spread of rabies in our community since few people properly take care of their pets? In the foreign countries, you need a license for your pet and you need to keep up with its vaccination. This is from Herman Amwaku. Oh, it's in Dance. It says Danso Man. Okay, but the, the number is a, a US number. Okay, right. So he's asking about licensing for pets and then whether the treatment for rabies is free. Can we quickly hit those? And yeah, so um, when it comes to the treatment of rabies, um, I think Dr. Um, Asari will talk yeah. a little bit about it. But when it comes to the dog vaccines, in fact, now we have a whole lot of um, NGOs supporting us to embark on free vaccination campaigns and right. all that. Okay. But ultimately, if you look at the cost of even vaccinating a dog, it's very, very cheap right. in our country. You don't yeah. have to spend more than, say, 50 cities to vaccinate a dog. And right. it's once every year. Right. Once you vaccinate a dog, um, it's for a whole year. It's valid for one year. Okay. And the dog is protected. All right. Yeah. What about vaccines for humans? So the human vaccines, um, you are supposed to take, if if you are bitten by a confirmed baby dog, you are supposed to take five vaccines. That okay. takes a whole month. Okay. And um, Five vaccines or five shots within a month? Five shots okay. within a month. All right. So different doses okay. within a month. Because you have a confirmed rabies exactly. dog and a bite exactly okay so the course is five vaccines all right and um sure. these vaccines as and when it's available in the health centers you mm. may have have it for free or you, you may have to go and buy it all right clarify something for me dr pickwin for my listeners yeah. um vaccine and uh, prevention right but here i hear you speaking of a confirmed case yeah. right and exposure yeah. right and possible or probable infection yeah. and then vaccination after that yeah right I, I want to clarify for my listeners is okay. that vaccination is that treatment what is it okay so we still want to emphatically say that there is no treatment once clinical science starts okay but it's 100 percent also vaccine pre preventable right what do i mean timely vaccination so um these vaccines are supposed to be given um as so we have the pre-exposure right. that that is three vaccines right that is preventive you preventive haven't, you haven't been exposed at all exactly so right. okay. somebody like me that i work with an animals mm -hmm. I, I i i always have to take the three vaccines okay when i'm bitten by a confirmed dog i either take one or two vaccines extra right. boosters to protect me okay so that is how the course runs okay Right. So, again, um, we, we've diverted into vaccines. I'll come back to yeah. signs and symptoms. But if you have a dog, yeah. licensed or not, but you go through the uh, required vaccination program or regimen for the dog, yeah. right? So I've got a dog or i got a puppy. This is, this is a range of vaccines they're supposed to go through, just like childhood yeah. uh, vaccination or immunization. Do I, the owner, since I have a dog, yeah. need to take the pre-exposure as an owner of a dog, 
that has been duly vaccinated, do I need to protect myself further? So we are always saying that the vaccines are very expensive, especially the human vaccines. Okay. So if you're able to do that, there is no need taking the vaccine. Okay. However, um, maybe you are in an endemic country like Ghana. You mm. never know um, where probably you you'll be exposed. Okay. That is why one key way of the prevention is preventing dog bites. Okay. Going to the territories of dogs, whereby probably you can be bitten on all that. So, um, because of how expensive it is, mm. we don't want to encourage every pet owner to go and take the vaccine. Okay. Because if we do that, it's it's it, it's a result in in a, in a, in a state whereby people that need duly need it right. may not even get the vaccine. Okay. Understood. All right, folks. Uh, Thirty nine minutes. The clock is ticking. I'm going to activate the phone line. We're talking about vaccine. Uh, sorry, <laughs> we're talking about prevention. Management and control of rabies on Ultimate Health. Join 99.7 FM with me, Norte by Nature. I'm in the studio with Dr. Emmanuel uh, Peku uh, of the Veterinary uh, Services Directorate. Next to him is Dr. Anita Aguasari. She's a physician with the Colibu Teaching Hospital. Uh, the phone line 055 We can take your questions and concerns. How will I know my dog has it? And then alongside that, uh, I'll swing to Dr. Aguasari and see if we can do treatment or management of dog bites. But how will I know? What are the signs of symptoms, signs of sin, uh, or symptoms I'll see in a dog? Right? And is there an asymptomatic phase which can still be uh, transmissible. Thank you so much. So, one key thing I just will use this acronym R R Alpha to describe the the signs and symptoms. Alpha. Alpha. A L P H A. Yes. Exactly. Alpha. Yes. Okay. So one key thing is that the dog will have a change of behavior. So the A, which is Alpha, is aggressiveness. Aggressiveness. So, okay. a dog that probably is um, very um, normal or very quiet dog will now tend to be aggressive in the sense that maybe it may bite without provocation all right when you see that sign you have to be suspicious right two when you are taking the aggression L, which is out of character exactly all right so it can be either so way some, some dogs are bad news already exactly all right okay so they are bad news but this one in fact every dog will bite when it's stressed out okay it can be either way. Mm. You you may have a very aggressive dog also becoming very quiet. Right. That's a paralytic state. So let me just quickly take this call and bring you back on track. Okay. Hello, good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon. Right. Who is this? Is it Bishop? This is Dr. Che speaking. Dr. Che Wright. Are yeah. you a veterinary doctor or is this a Dr. Che I know? Doctor, yes. Let me be a Dr. Che. Uh, in the past when rabies vaccinations were done. Yearly, which was a uh, uh, general. Uh, it means every year the campaign were done, and then the incidences of rabies bites uh, were lower as compared to modern times. When these uh, programs have been ceded to the local government, I mean local uh, uh, authorities, right. it's making it difficult for the uh, veterinary uh, department of the local government getting funds to do their rabies, uh, annual rabies, you know, vaccination. Right. And this is where when there's allocation of funds for, uh, uh, you know, vaccination of uh, dogs, cats, the monkeys, and the rest in the district, uh, such incidences go lower. But here is the case, <laughs> I don't think there have been even an allocation for that job. Now we are talking about uh, you know, rabies to human beings, I mean, and then other serious cases which we are observing now. The prevention aspect is more important. So I'm praying that the local government will seed, uh, you know, funds for the veterinary department of their, you know, assemblies right. to do the vaccinations yearly. Okay. And we shall get lower, you know, uh, incidences. But it's not being done now. Okay. Now we will have to even pay for the vaccination, which is preventing people from taking those type of vaccines. Okay. Right. And it's very serious, right. you know. I think the po point is well made. Thank you so much, Dr. Che. My right. pleasure. Right. right. So, so this whole, uh, well, he calls it a seeding kind of a shift of power and balance and resources to the local government infrastructure. 
uh, impedes and compromises the kind of uh, uh, prevention and management that you can do. Is he on, on, on track with that? Yeah, so I think that because it's something it's, I asked you it's, earlier. It's, yeah. it's very perfect, and because um, we the key thing is that if we're able to break the the, the transmission cycle, mm -hmm. it goes a long and way. You require resources to do that. And exactly, exactly. And he's saying that you lack those because the the appropriation, the disbursement, and all that is caught up in this local government labyrinth. Exactly. And therefore suffocates the program. It's true. So there should be an allocated funds for, for when it comes to rates. So there isn't? No. There is not? There is not. So as and well, when an assembly uh, wants to support, they support. As and when? Yes. So that makes absolute nonsense of her, her emphasis and her awareness campaign because uh, the whole process can be aborted. Yeah as it were, by a lack of interest, lack of resources exactly. at any local government level or platform. Yes, exactly. All right, I'll try not to get into that, but it does annoy me, <laughs> right? But um, coming back, okay, so he's saying, look, you should have annual programs which yeah. are resourced. Yeah. And he's saying also that these programs are validated in the drop in numbers, hmm. right, of cases and so on and so forth. Yeah. And they are validated in sense of they are preventive objective yeah but we have these challenges strangulating them exactly. just quickly dr Piku, i know there's an ongoing push yeah. right uh and it has some support which uh, maybe so somewhat sidesteps these challenges okay right so thank you so much so um i don't know if i should still go back to, to the no, no i just want you to talk about the okay. support you have and then we'll so, come back so now um um, ECOWAS uh, has given us vaccines so now we have rabies vaccines in the country okay which um, um, these vaccines are supposed to be used for a uh, national campaign. Mm -hmm. So these vaccines have been, been dispersed already in the various municipalities and, and all that. So mm. I, I think that in the coming weeks, um, there will be probably announcements in various communities for okay. people to, to have their dogs being vaccinated for right. free. Okay. However, we always, if you come to my municipality, for example, um, Maybe Pokataman, so where I do a, 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 an oversight responsibility, right. we are doing free vaccinations. How over are you there. able to do free? So you have in our place like this, we have an N NGO that is supporting us. Right. Mission Rabies is giving us the vaccines for free. The name again? Mi Mission Rabies. Mission Rabies. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's a local NGO. No, it's an international uh, uh, NGO that okay. is supporting us. Right. Yeah. And you have people like uh, maybe Breakthrough Action also supporting with the sensitization and all that. What is Breakthrough and Action? It's also an N uh, NGO that uh, is also supporting right. the, this whole idea. So these are international NGOs that are supporting. Yeah. Uh, so breakthrough action, I think it's is, is, is it is it is a you say is a you program? Yeah, they actually help with the sensitization, okay. printing out flyers and help breakthrough action. Okay, yeah. we, we we thank them for supporting this program. Yeah. Uh, I'm fast running out of time, but let me come back to signs and symptoms in the dog. We yeah. started with alpha, a alpha. aggression, aggression. Can we run to through them quickly? Le le lethargic or being lethargic. That's right. weakness. Weakness. The 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 p normally you have pa paralysis. Right. The H, you have hypersalivation okay. or hydrophobia. Okay. And Fear of water. Exactly. Okay. And the A is a, a, a abnormal vocalization where you have the dogs or the humans having... Um, um, the barking out. is not the same. Exactly. It okay. changes right. and all that. So these are... If you see these signs, you should suspect... Aggression. That, yes. Aggression. Lethargy. Lethargy. Weakness. Yes. Uh, P. Paralysis. 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 Yes. Okay. The the age, H. Hypersalivation. Right. Drooling and all that. Okay. And the last A is uh, abdominal vocalization. Okay. Yeah. Great, great, great stuff. I have a caller on the line. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Sorry if I've kept you on the line. Who's this? Otu watching from Tema. Otu, shoot quickly, shoot your bullets. Yeah, I'm asking. Somebody, we can hear from the van or cars going around that bring your dogs and rabies around. So nowadays they are stopped. Are that any problem? That is why they are stopped. Because normally they always come around and tell us that bring your your, your dogs around. But now they are stopped. Right. Okay. So, I mean, if you see some dogs, um, nowadays I think some dogs, a lot of dogs don't have no. Normally, they you saw a dog have some chain or something in snake. You see, this dog yeah. have some injection of rabies. 
something. So if the bird catch kills your cousin, the big bird they have some rabies lances on its neck. But now they can't see that. What's okay. the problem? All right. So he's aware of the program. Uh, should I say recurrent programs? There are information service vans going around announcing, bring your dogs for vaccination. Da, 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 da. He says he doesn't see that anymore. Is that the same local government resource crunch? S same, yeah. Okay, right. So uh, hmm, we'll see. I try to avoid some of the government officials because when they get on my platform, they are not as assertive as they should be. 03021 uh, This one says, hi, Naughty by Nature. Good job always. Kindly let your resource person assist me with this, okay? I'm currently staying with my in-laws who have a dog strapped at the back of the house, which comes out by itself once in a while and is driven back again. Please let me understand. There are quite a number of us in the house. What uh, are safety chances in the house? It has never been vaccinated, nor is it licensed. This is Zet from Aquitiman. Any comments on that? So I I will um, entreat him that um, he should Aquitiman. He should just get to the nearest veterinary clinic, and he should, should just go to the assembly. In every assembly, district we are assembly, the, exactly the right. veterinary unit is there. He'll he'll get somebody to do the vaccination. Okie dokie. Right. Uh, so, um, Doctor Che brought this up, and there was yeah. a question earlier. I think from Dede, is the rabies treatment? Uh, and vaccination is it free yeah so like we said if it's if it's a campaign that is supported in mm. in the dogs it's basically free free but the treatment there is no treatment okay but the prevention when it comes to a human one is right. as and when the vaccines are available right and it's accessible okay um if it's not what is the current state of availability I'm sorry I'm cross-examining you. But yeah, it's, it's, if you go to the health centers, it's basically very... It, you don't even have it. It's scarce. Yes. Okay. So because you, you have to go and buy. I hear when I listen to Zipline, my friends at Zipline, they say, oh, we're flying out some of these uh, snake, venom serum, uh, snake venom serum and all those kinds of things. You're saying rabies vaccine is scarce. It's scarce, yes. Okay. So Joy with what are you running the current campaign? So it's 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 for the animal don't, don't sector. Tell me, don't tell me IMF gave us some. <laughs> no. So with, with the animal sector, these the, the vaccines are there so much. Okay. They are more than enough. Right. But it's only the human one that you may have it. Okay. Uh, a little bit. But the animal vaccines are are so much in the right. system. That okay. I think that no matter how many dogs you have, there is no problem. Okay. It's looking vaccine. like I need to take another back, bite of this uh, topic. But let me ask you this. You know, I have a vet who comes home, does the dog and all that. And there are many such uh, uh, vets, right? Yeah. There are also veterinary, uh, should I say, outlets, yeah. private. Okay. And then there's a public veterinary service. Yeah. Okay. How do I know the vaccine is patent? It's good. Am I supposed to check? Am I supposed to look at some dates? Because as soon as you jab my dog, I know we're, we're good to go. Is there any process by which, you know, when you do your yellow card for vaccinations yeah. for travel, yeah. right? I know at entry point, they check the batch number as against, you know, and I see that the vets stick yeah. the batch number in the veterinary card of the dog. Yeah. Is that sufficient? So um, I would say that you should know who is coming because there's no everybody that comes to your house that is even a vet. Okay. So you should try and get an ID card or an identification that shows that the person is a vet because Qualified. we have a lot of people okay. that move around. Okay. Vaccines are supposed to be kept on, 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 on ice, so we say a cold chain. All right. So if somebody comes and probably is pulling something from, from, from his bag and injecting from as rabies, mm -hmm. you should know that it's not a vaccine. Uh-oh. So we should be no, very no, say, careful. Say, say, that, say that one again. So if somebody comes to your house and then pull it. He has the vaccine or the injection right yes and then he pulls the vial from his bag his bag it's not under any cold chain, chain right and then he jabs your dog and then he peels off the thing he's supposed to peel off and puts it into the dog's vaccination yeah. card yeah. then you need to be you need to be very careful because it's supposed to be kept on ice okay Right. There are different treatments that we do for dogs, not just the vaccine. But if the person is doing a vaccine, a vaccination, and then he doesn't get the, he, he's not carrying the flags or anything, and it's just, the drug is just in the bag. Right. It's not a vaccine. Especially if he says it's rabies. Yes. Okay. It's not a Any vaccine. Any vaccine for a dog should be 
kept on ice. Kept on ice. And okay. it should be in the Coleman box or right. anything that will Okey contain Okey I'm getting this from my brother, Sylvester Sigmaier. Uh, he says, you say breakthrough action is supporting four regions. Ashanti, Western, Greater Accra, and Upper East regions to establish district-level risk communication uh, subcommittees which will advocate for support for the district assemblies for pet vaccinations and awareness campaign. There's also sensitization campaign in basic schools in these regions. So uh, he's sharing that uh, for our benefit. Thank you very much, uh, Sylvester, a very good brother and friend of the program. Um, so uh, we we need to be vigilant even when it comes to the vaccination of the pets. It's, it's, we may seem to be in compliance, yeah. but something may be wrong. Exactly. So that is why we, we are saying that go to a government facility where um, a, a veterinary um, mm. s um, clinic, right. our office, make sure that you get a qualified officer to vaccinate your, okay. your, your, your dog for you. All right. I know, yeah. Dr. Ago, I've left you out, but I'm, I'm going to take a separate bite of you probably next week with your permission. <laughs> yeah. Okay? I don't bite hard, but only on, <laughs> only on Sundays. Right? But coming back to you, Doc, um, so a rabid dog yeah. confirmed... What do you do with that dog? Are you going to pump him with vaccines? Or what do you do with a rabid dog confirmed? Thank you. So, before we confirm, once we see the signs are alpha in a, in a, in a dog, right. we don't wait. We quickly have to humanely kill that particular dog. Oh, dear. Because the only way we can confirm is to get the brain of that particular dog and test. Okay. So, we so you will actually do a post-mortem on the dog? Yeah, so we kill, we, we actually do a series of tests. We do a molecular test. We, we do an antigen test to confirm the, 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 whether it's rabid At or your not. cost? So we, we, have, <laughs> we have the veterinary lab, right. which is resource to be able to do that for okay. us. Okay. So samples are taken to the lab for confirmation. But it's a one-way ticket for that dog? Yes, yes, yes. One-way ticket. You're not coming back home? No. Oh, you, 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 you have to do that to confirm, to protect other dogs in the sense that once it's positive, we, we have to take an action and go around and do a mass vaccination. Okay, let me hit you. The, right, let me hit you again for the benefit of my listeners. So, 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 they, they asked, can you get it from consuming the meat of a rabid uh, animal, in this case, dog, right? If it's cooked and uh, whatever, you know, is it the virus still active? Very well. So, if you look at the tra transmission, the, the virus is actually released mostly through, through, through the saliva. Okay. So if you have somebody um, butchering the, the dog or any animal that is rabid, mm. the possibility of the person getting is when probably the person come in contact with the contaminated uh, probably brain or other tissues. Mm. But once the meat goes to the fire and is being cooked, mm. the virus denatures. But we have people that have gotten rabies through uh, preparing the meat. Mm. And so that is where the risk is. But it's, it's when, when the meat is cooked, mm. the virus is denatured. But the risk of contaminating yourself is very high. When you are preparing. Right, right. We've got work to do on this. Uh, uh, Ultimate Health is not going to let this go. I know there's also on the radar currently uh, an anthrax outbreak. We'll have to look at that in separate yeah. uh, installments. But Doc uh, Aguasari, just before we, we, we leave, I mean, so are the symptoms or what? Let's say I've, I've been exposed as a human being. Will I change, you know? Yes. I will. Yes, you will. Will, if I, exposed, will, I, will I be subject to the same alpha? Yes, similarly. Similarly. Wow. So, like we said at, from the beginning, once the virus hits the central nervous system, then the symptoms start. So, initially, you may have a pain or tingling or itching at the site where the bite is. But mm. for dog-mediated rabies, this is not frequently found. Mm. Uh -huh. It's the bats mediated that you find the most of the time. Okay. And then initially, your flu-like symptoms would start around that same time. Right. And within the next, where you have the, the next step, where you have the mad 
in quote symptoms mm. that's when you have your aggression agitation restlessness for the human being. being exactly they also have the hydrophobia mm. and also aerophobia because it causes spasms of their muscles mm. uh-huh, which causes pain uh-huh. okay. so from that time then they progress to the coma where they die from either cardiac arrest or respiratory arrest so you do change that's the classical um occurring in about 80 percent of the cases wow. but in 20 percent you may have just a paralytic i think he also alluded to right. that in the animals okay where the human being is just lethargic and um, it's also in the alpha right. paralytic right and then it would also progress eventually to um respiratory arrest and then die so you either change in one of these two ways wow so I'm looking at your face and I'm hoping that you say that for the human being, it's not a one-way ticket. But from what you're describing, once there's an onset of these clinical uh, milestones, if I can call them benchmark milestones, then really there's not much we can do. Is that the case for the human being? So there have been some cases of um, people who've had rabies and have recovered, Mm. but these have been bat mediated cases not right. the canine not so yes i think i came across some literature that has sized the 100 percent down to 99.99 percent case fatality rates okay. because of these bat mediated survival um, cases but for our settings here I don't okay. think we've seen a rabies case confirmed that has survived. So we are still almost 100%. Whoa. Once you get it. Whoa, whoa. Uh, we try to dissect the issues and go drill, drill, drill deep, deep down. Uh, but sometimes our findings are alarming, right? I'm hoping that you've been informed and transformed by this information. I will definitely, no fail, no fail. Uh, even if there's football, Abiku and I will fight so that we, we don't cancel the program. Uh, apologies for last week. There was a football match, uh, uh, Black Stars match. But this is something I want to pursue, right? To go down into the clinical management, yeah. right? Into control. Yeah. So once you have a case, for example, in Tema, you said you had one somewhere, boom, somewhere, and you had one in a goat. What happens to the people of that area, the animals or dogs in that area? Are you going to check them? What do you have to do, right? Or is it just uh, critical to isolate that nodal case and then consider it done? These are further questions that uh, I need to ask. But again, I just want you, as we part, Dr. Peku, to hit on reporting. Where do you report what are you required to produce okay and must it be indicated or premised